Audio. Oh my gosh, a brand new season, season four, episode one. We made wow. it. We, we did. made it to season four. Show, we them, did show it. her how it's done. All right. Citizens Arrest! Yes! And, and who did you bring with you? Uh, I brought with me my uh, friend and uh, co-worker, Alexia. Uh, she is our recruitment manager. So she's not replacing uh, Lieutenant Mosier? No, no. Just here for the day. No, nope, I think he slept in today. Yeah. yeah, we heard. In budget crisis, we're not sure if he could make it into this season. Yeah. We're going to see if maybe we could afford the donuts for this season. We'll see. We're still in contract yeah. negotiations. So, yeah. no. Everybody's making cuts in this yeah. economy. It was, just, you know, we got to do what we got to do. It was all the Mountain Dew he was drinking, you it know? It was. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He'll be back next time. Uh, have you guys been? Pretty good. You guys have a good New Year, Staying Christmas, busy. Yeah. holiday season. Glad it's over. Hooray! I didn't see your names come across my desk, <laughs> no, so that's always no. a good thing. Yeah, sure didn't. Not even any of my aliases. Didn't have to get bailed out. All right. No. All right. Made it through. What about you guys? Uh, yeah, good holiday season. How what about did, you? What did Santa bring you? Um, our kiddos got those little hoverboard things, Ooh, and I was what? fully prepped with my phone to watch everybody biff it, and they were perfectly fine. Their little pro was on it. I'm the only one that's fallen so far. <laughs> and nobody was videoing? I was No, no one videotaped me falling. <laughs> Darn it. I'm glad that's not any of the internet. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> There's still time. Yeah. It's their lower center of gravity that gives them the advantage. Something like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, is it Alexia? Alexia, yeah. which is wild. Does that trigger your Alexa at home? It's Echo. No, oh, we okay. had to rename it. Did yeah, because it works all the time. Yep. Because I suppose if you have kids and husband, then they're always well. Mm-hmm. It's probably mom and babe or something or hun. Yeah. So it probably doesn't go off, but they're always asking you for questions. I see. How, that's how it is around my house anyway. But so you're in to talk about uh, some employment stuff. You guys are looking for some peeps. To yeah, come actually, hang out. we are. We're going to be hiring. Um, our applications are going to be opening up here February first for police officer positions. Um. Some really great opportunities there. Our starting wage is thirty seventeen an hour. It's, That's nice. You're not going to find anything better anywhere else. I think we're the highest paid agency across the state right now. We're in a really good place, thanks to uh, the uh, um, uh, obviously our uh, city council and our mayor recognizes you know how busy our officers are, how much uh, uh, hard work that they put into the job, and so as a result, uh, we've been able to uh, bump the starting salary for our officers up to a very competitive level. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So what like, what kind of duties is it, does that entail? So if I wanted to be, if I have no training and I wanted to apply, is that a thing? Can I do that? Yeah, so we do have some qualifications that would be required. We're looking okay. for individuals that either have an associate's degree, um, roughly 64 college credits, or four years prior military service, or um, currently certified with two years law enforcement experience recently. Nice. Okay. Well, that. I think that's actually pretty easy. Not for me, but I think that's out there easily, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you handle all the employment or just the officers? So currently the officers, and then we do currently have a city hall safety specialist that's open as well. That'll be just closing down in a few days, though. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Um, uh, as we all know, uh, the last few years have been rough on the, the career of law enforcement. Uh, a lot of heavy scrutiny. The, the job has gotten... Uh, harder, not easier. And so um, as a result, you know, we've seen challenges in our ability to uh, recruit and retain good police officers. But uh, thanks to a uh, very, very um, well-crafted recruitment and retention package that's been crafted by uh, our chiefs and uh, um, our command team, 
uh, we are able to be very competitive in the recruitment market. Um, you know, not only are we uh, the most competitive pay for uh, uh, starting out as a police officer in the state of South Dakota, we also have a, a number of perks that come along with the uh, the job. A lot of uh, um, support uh, mechanisms for being a police officer. Um, and uh, maybe, Alexi, you can go through some of the uh, recruitment and retention uh, items that people can expect when they, they start working for the police department. Yeah, those benefits are absolutely amazing. One of the things we've implemented is a student loan reimbursement. I know that's kind of a hot topic across the country right now. $250 a month student loan reimbursement. Um, we have quarterly wellness days. You're able to go take a day on the PD. Essentially, it's not coming out of your PTO at all. Go nice. do cryotherapy, go take a hike, go do something good for your well-being. And um, we've also implemented sabbaticals that start at your third year in and then every three years from there. Um, goodness, free gym memberships. So if you don't want to use the PD gym, you have access to being able to go to a different gym for yourself there. And then all of the other amazing benefits that the city offers all of their city employees as well. Wow. Yeah. Maybe I want to apply. Yeah, that's what I'm like. Can you imagine us being police officers? No. Uh, Well, I mean, kind of. I mean, I think it'd be good for the community at a certain level. Uh, (laughs) Maybe there's a task force for us. We can expand our community relations division. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. (laughs) But I I think ultimately when you – and maybe I'm I'm looking at it, uh, uh, this is going to come off kind of weird, but maybe I can come out – good at the end here but when you're looking <laughs> when you're looking at an officer like you just said brennan is is it's difficult it's a difficult job over the last couple of years and mm-hmm. when you're looking to be an officer you're kind of looking for somebody who probably and i and i'm i don't know right but you're they've got to be able to go out there and, and do so many different things i mean you're showing up to an accident or you're pulling somebody over for speeding but then you also have to be compassionate and and lead with love but then you also got to be stern and then oh my gosh you're getting shot at and then oh my gosh it's this and then it's this next call but and then there's there is the other side of it there's the reality of it is i mean you have a home life and you have to take care of yourself and your family and so it's good to know that that side of it is there they have that sabbatical they have the the ability to be healthy to take that gym day be able to take that day a a month to be able to say dude i just i just want to go for a hike i just want to go take a me day could take a hike in the hills or go fishing or just do something else uh me that's it Mm -hmm. and it's cool and and it's it's good to see that you guys are doing that for the for the officers Mm because they could just kind of get back to their zen no get back to them and be like okay Back to work on Monday yeah. or Saturday night or whatever day that might be, you know, because it's 24-7 for them. Yeah, you touch on a really good point. I mean, officer wellness has become one of the primary focuses of, of police departments across the country in terms of uh, understanding its importance to the, the career in today's day and age. Um, and our our department is... is uh, uh, really a leader in terms of uh, resources for uh, police officers. Uh, as an agency, what can we provide our police officers uh, to make sure that they are 100% whole before they go out there and try to help the community? Um, you know, there's a, that saying that you hear when you get on an airplane, right? It's, you know, if you see those bags drop from the ceiling, it's mm-hmm. fix your own mask before you fix the mask of another. Uh, make sure that you're in a position to 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 be 100% healthy and and whole before we can expect you to go out and uh, really take care of the community. And so that's why we put such a, a big emphasis on 
officer wellness, you know, from peer support to a uh, chaplain program, obviously physical wellness, mental wellness, and in-house, uh, um, uh, it's not a psychologist, but it's a uh, mental health professional uh, that, that can uh, help with certain things, uh, making sure that, uh, you know, those officers are are 100% in, in the mindset and in the whole body set to mm-hmm. uh, go out and help the community. Yeah, that's wild. I, I mean, I, I can imagine it's difficult. I mean, even here at the station, sometimes we take our job home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it sounds silly, but it's like, you know, you, you go home and you're thinking about an ad or a a, a joke you made or stuff, and you're like, gosh, I probably could have done better at that. <laughs> I'm know? always and it's working. Like, and it's a, and it's, a, it's a commercial about a... Uh, something in town right and uh, i mean it's it's important to us but it's kind of minuscule compared to what an officer would have to deal with on a well, daily our basis. lives are a part of our show <laughs> yeah so exactly we're and, always on yeah but it, it, it's it is a, it's huge to us take that take that like what you do if you're a bookkeeper if you're an accountant if you work at a bank whatever right Take that, how you feel, and put yourself in the officer's boots or cop yeah. car, and yeah. that's exactly the same way, but you're dealing with real lives. Well, I mean, if you think about the expectations that, that rest on an officer's shoulders, uh, you know, police officers are held to some of the highest standards in our modern society uh, in terms of the way that they should act, the, the ways that they should respond, uh, the, the compassion that they should bring to the job. And so that's part of uh, Alexia's job is making sure that we're going out we're talking to the right people who are, uh, uh, you know, have the qualities that we want at a baseline to be good police officers and making sure that we're doing our due diligence to the community by hiring uh, the best, most well-qualified people out there to come uh, wear the uniform of a Rapid City police officer and serve our community. What yeah. a exciting and rewarding job, too. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's awesome. We're doing a lot to ensure that we are getting the right people as well. There's a little bit of a process behind getting hired with us. Um, people should be aware that we do have an entrance exam. You do have to hit a minimum score on. There also is a fitness test that's going to require a mile and a half run, sit-ups and push-ups. I I'm know out. I can't pass it myself, so I feel really guilty watching people run around the track. I and I'm like, you got this. I, I don't. I bet you easily could. I yeah. cannot. You I look tried. like you're in decent shape. I'm like in you could, like you round can, as a shape. Yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> Whatever. Um, oh my gosh. So, yep, we, we have them do that. And then um, once they come in for their board interview, they um, might get a conditional offer from us. After a conditional offer, we have a pretty intense background process that's going to include some health screenings and a psych eval as well, just to make sure we've got the right people that end up on the street. Okay. And yeah. where do people go to start the process. Yeah, so once they're posted on February 1st, you're really going to be able to find it a lot of different places. They're going to be posted on Indeed. They're also going to be posted on governmentjobs.com as well as rapidcitypolicejobs.com. That's our personal webpage. You're going to be able to find a lot of information on there. And then if you have any direct questions for me, there's an Ask a Recruiter at the bottom of every page and you can submit your information there too. Is this going to be something posted social media? Or is that kind of a if you need it kind of thing? Like, oh, crap, we're not getting any applicants. Maybe we better throw this up on the old tweeter. You know, it, it might be, but really uh, the nice thing uh, that we have going for us and, and the nice thing that uh, Alexia has, has crafted 
is this 24-7 website, rapidcitypolicejobs.com. You can jump on there right now if you yourself or if you know somebody who is interested in a career in law enforcement and and with the the Rapid City Police Department. Everything that you could ever want to know about the hiring process is right there on that website. That's awesome. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Okay, should we move on to a question from the public? Sure. Let's do it. Okay, how are you helping the homeless? Um, well, I can tell you that we, uh, at, at this point in the year, obviously, uh, the, the, the primary concern is the cold weather, right? Right. Um, uh, cold weather is dangerous for those who, who live their lives uh, mainly outdoors, and so we work very hard to make sure that we're going to the areas that uh, um, our very vulnerable population congregate where they make their lives. And that's usually along the bike path in the, the Greenway and in the downtown area. Um, I can tell you since the cold snap hit, our officers alone, uh, not not talking about any of the other uh, resources that include the, the fire department's mobile medic, just our officers alone have conducted 195 extra patrols of these areas, making sure that they're out there making contact, speaking with people, making sure that uh, people have a plan to get to somewhere safe, and if they don't, we can step in and help. Uh, there's a number of resources that we have in our city, including the, the Cornerstone Rescue Mission, and right across the street from the Public Safety Building, we also have the Care Campus. So depending on what sort of situation individual needs that somebody has, we can always find a safe, warm place for somebody to be who needs it. Well, and I, and I think I've seen on social media where uh, they opened up a, a church or something like that, opened up to, uh, man, I could be wrong. Maybe it was even in another town, but I'm pretty sure it was in this town uh, in Rapid City that it that it opened up and allowed people to come in because it was just that cold right. and stay the night. But I, I could be wrong, but I don't know. I mean, it's it's that cold. It, it was, what, negative 30 yes. at one point? Then that's the temp. It was like negative 40 wind chill, negative 45, whatever. It was horrible for this last week or mm-hmm. so. And and uh, it's been uh, 10 or 15 years since I worked at Detox. But I can remember back then we used to make room and lay beds down in the kitchen. And I mean, it was whatever it takes. We were, we were way over occupancy, but it was like better than – the alternative, right. you know. Yeah. Any anybody who needs shelter will never be turned away in our community. Um, the uh, the resources that I mentioned, uh, the Cornerstone Rescue Mission and the Care Campus, uh, that includes detox, will always make room mm-hmm. uh, for somebody who needs it. Uh, when the alternative is turning them away into the cold, because that will never happen. Yeah. When those places are available, why are there people sleeping on the floor in the post office? Um, that's a good question. It might come down to personal preference. Okay. Um, uh, that that I don't know because I haven't talked to the people who are choosing to sleep on the floor of the post office. But those, pla- those places that are va- are available aren't full. Correct. Okay. Yep. That, that's yep. what I was wondering. Yeah, and uh, you know, during cold snaps like this, we we keep a close eye on the the occupancy of these resources, and at no point. Uh, during this cold snap, have we ever been close to full? Okay. Um, there has always been plenty of room uh, for, for those in need. And, uh, yeah. you know, if it ever got to that point, we would explore other resources. Uh, but the, the important thing is making sure that folks have not just a warm place to be, but also we're responsible for their safety too mm-hmm. and make sure that they have a safe place to be. That's, that's uh, very important to us in terms of, uh, making sure that we can get somebody out of the cold. 
Right. And that goes back to, I think it was our last episode or maybe the one before, you know, if people are involved in a domestic violence situations, mm-hmm. there's always a place to be. Yep. Absolutely. A safe place. You know, mm-hmm. that's the wonderful yeah. thing about uh, the city that we live in. I mean, we live in a very caring, compassionate community and there's resources all over the place for the different situations that anyone might be in. Uh, and if one organization can't help, they're very well uh, ingrained with the other organizations and can offer referrals. So, uh, you know, you might start with one resource. Uh, they may not be in the in the perfect position to help with that very specific situation, but they know the other resources that can help with that. Okay. One thing I'm and and I don't know. I don't. I'm not knowledgeable in this, but I. But I go down to Denver quite a bit in my band, and, and we'll play down there. And one thing I noticed down there is there seems to be a huge population in, in homeless that that there's tents everywhere. And it's I don't know if the rules or the laws are different down there, but it's like tents on the sidewalk. Like Aww. you'll be going down a bridge, and they'll have like um, little little tents or man-made tarp tent thing situations where it's hard to say even walk across a sidewalk on a bypass or a you know because they've got it closed off and there's so much stuff there that they've set up camp for a while this isn't something they just set up mm-hmm. an hour ago you mm-hmm. know what i mean this is a camp they've had for a minute and in in and you're like wow and i seen a post it was like they've got 500 plus different you know situations or well, I, I it was a ridiculous number of these homeless areas that they've got set up where it's under bridges and everywhere, everywhere you go, there's just homeless compounds just mm-hmm. like set up and it's tense. Yeah. That's heartbreaking. And they get cold it, down there too. You it know? is. Um, you know, I, 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 I would, you know, you could make the argument that it's dehumanizing to expect somebody to sleep outside, yeah. even if it's in a tent. Um, that's why I'm very thankful for the resources that we have in our community. So that way that doesn't have to be somebody's only option. Yeah. It's just wild to me, and I wonder if sometimes, for some, it's a choice. You know, like it hey, I, I I want to be out here, and this is my decision. And for others, it's you know not. But I don't know. I I, I just don't know. Yeah, that's the part I'm not sure. I don't. I have not that deep into that. I'm just but. thankful there's places for people to go. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. and and like I said, uh, no matter what the the resource is, the organization, the agency that that uh, has has these resources. It's all staffed by caring and compassionate humans, too. Uh, there's that human element. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, I can tell you that uh, in the city and county government, we've got a ton of caring, compassionate people that really put their whole heart and soul into helping the community, including our homeless population, the officers that work in the quality of life unit um, or the other uh, street level outreach uh, teams that we have on the department. They're in that position for a reason because they they have that big heart for that vulnerable population and they really want to go to work to not only address the immediate need and get them to a safe place, but also hopefully work with them and help them get out of the cycles that have them in this situation in the first place. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, should we move on? Okay. Yeah. 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 Is it, are there any crimes to talk about, or has it been too cold and people the the, the criminals are taking their time off? No, like that's you know? ah, a good time for a vacation. Yeah, <laughs> you know, as as much as I would like to say that uh, when we hit negative twelve degree temperatures, that uh, 
criming is off limits in the city. People just don't listen to me. <laughs> uh, but uh, I will say, you know, back on uh, uh, January 8th, we, uh, we were called to a residence up on uh, Kellogg Place uh, for a report of a, uh, somebody with a gunshot wound. Uh, at that point, we had located a, uh, a male that did have, a, in fact, a, a gunshot wound. During the course of that investigation, we had uh, developed a couple persons of interest that we had posted on social media. And uh, just this last weekend, we caught up with one of those persons of interest, uh, actually arrested her on some unrelated charges, uh, drug charges, and then brought her into the uh, police department's criminal investigation division to conduct an interview with detectives. And then following that interview, she was actually placed under arrest for uh, aggravated uh, aggravated assault in relation to that shooting. So hmm. um, uh, we'd also come in contact with the second person of interest, and we no longer want to talk to them. So um, uh, clean clean that uh, that incident up uh, over the weekend. Wow, that's great. Mm-hmm. Nice, very nice. Yep. Um, trying to think of uh, you know, it's it's not that we haven't been busy and we haven't had noteworthy things going on. It just seems like. Uh, um, Sometimes it just feels like business as usual, um, uh, and uh, but you know our officers are out there twenty four seven, making sure that uh, they're ready and available to yeah. uh, meet the need when it arises. Man, um, <clears throat> I got a couple things. Uh, one, I was on my way home from Deadwood the other day, and you know nobody likes to rat anybody out, uh, <laughs> but. I'm driving. You'd be surprised. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I don't. And um, I'm on my way home. I'm driving on the interstate, and it's kind of it was Friday, and it's kind of cold and windy and everything, and snowing. I'm taking it easy, and uh, all of a sudden, a a vehicle comes out in front of me, and they're kind of swerving a little bit as I got on. I was like, it's okay because I just got on. It's windy and stuff, whatever. And then they kept it up, and I'm like, okay, maybe they're drunk. But that's fine as long as I could keep it straight, you know, whatever, to each their own. And then all of a sudden I'm like, no, um, this person's like drunk, drunk, like, you know, like in almost into the ditch. And I'm like, okay, got to a point where I was like, whoa, I'm not about watching this person kill themselves or somebody else. Like, Mm -hmm. this is not cool Mm -hmm. at all. Like a little swerve where it's like, I don't know if this person's drunk or they're just distracted texting. I don't, you know, this person was obviously drunk where it was like almost hit one of the, the concrete things. Mm-hmm. Like it was an exit and they were driving and then they went where the Y is. They almost hit that and then turned to their blinker on and came back in front of me. But Yikes. I was obviously keeping my distance mm-hmm. and I'm just like, I can't believe I'm watching this. So, you know, I called the magical number. 911 mm-hmm. and I'm like hey I think I'm following somebody who's drunk and this is where I'm at blah 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 and we're about to approach exit blah and and uh <laughs> by the time we got up uh, another officer looked like was in the the following or the other lane with a car in the ditch and I think they got nervous cuz they seen cop lights and took the exit mm-hmm. and went to a gas station and I said looks like they're going to a gas station they they went in there and I could hear the officer in in the background of the nine one call. Oh yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think and so it just sounded like oh yeah, like oh yeah, they're drunk. He didn't say that, but like oh yeah, you know, like <laughs> you could just tell. Like I see him, you know, kind of thing. Like oh yeah, and I'm like because it was like you know we hey dodged a bullet because it was like dude, this person was not cool. Like it mm-hmm. was not good. 
they were not it, it was wild right how bad i'm like and i was t- i had somebody a friend with me and i'm like i haven't seen a drunk driver in a while you i know? saw one the other night that i'm like it's it's been a while since i've seen somebody that drunk driving and i mean like a decade mm-hmm. i mean I, i've probably seen some drunk drivers but they're probably okay at it i guess or mm-hmm. maybe at that legal limit but i mean like drunk driving bouncing off of the things Jeez. i'm like oh my gosh get this person it's off the, the season road. it's dry january Woo! <laughs> took it the wrong uh, way well you know you, you obviously did the right thing uh law enforcement can't be everywhere all at once and so uh, you a, a good amount of our dui arrests come from information from the public whether it's calling in a suspected uh, DUI driver or, uh, you know, a suspicious incident or, or whatever, however the call may come in, you know, our officers are happy to go investigate, you know, a situation that feels out of the normal and, uh, you know, maybe uh, a situation that doesn't appear safe uh, from a public standpoint. Uh, we're happy to go check on that. And if, if uh, there's action that needs to be taken, we'll take it. It was wild. I'm just glad um, that that person, I you know, hey, Nobody wants anybody to get a DUI. It's it's a big thing. I, I wish they would have just got a ride. Mm-hmm. That's all. an Uber. It's like yeah. there's so many other ways mm-hmm. other than driving drunk. I, there's any more. There's just no reason. You nope. know, uh, there just isn't. I I don't know. I I don't know if there ever was an excuse to drive drunk, but there definitely isn't now. There's so many resources available for yeah. somebody to find a sober ride. Mm-hmm. There is, mm-hmm. you know. And but my next question is. Um, a, a while back, a, a couple of weeks ago, there was an incident in my neighborhood, and I don't know what it was. And then I was like, hey, I, I should just get a scanner app on my phone and get like a scan. I should do that and see what's going on. More so, I was like, I wonder if whatever it is, I hope that they're okay. Not that I could go over and help right now. Maybe they'll need help tomorrow, like I bring them a meal. Maybe there's something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, get on the scanner, nothing. I mean, you can hear stuff, but meh. And uh, <laughs> then I heard somebody yesterday telling me that, that the scanner got shut down or something like that. Do you guys know anything about the police scanner stuff? Well, it's not that we shut anything down. It's that we switched over to an um, uh, encrypted protocol uh, that uh, um, unless you have uh, a scanner uh, from our agency, you, you can't listen to uh, because it's encrypted. Wow. And we, uh, we actually did that for, uh, first and foremost, officer safety. Um, uh, an example of, of this would be, you know, we, we found that in recent years, uh, you know, a lot of people had greater access to scanner apps and could hear, uh, you know, officers trying to coordinate movements or, you know, close in on a, a suspect. So, Imagine you've got somebody in your neighborhood breaking into cars, right? Uh, so all this, they've got the scanner app in their ear while they're doing it, and they can immediately know when police are getting called to that neighborhood. Yeah, so and then, like, oops, I'll go. Yeah, and then start to ducking and and uh, avoiding law enforcement. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, there's an expectation that when you call the police for a situation like that, we're going to come and apprehend the suspect and hold them accountable. Um, you know, it used to be, you know, 10, 15 years ago, you know, the only people who had scanners, there was a little bit of a, uh, um, a cost to it, right? You had to go Mm -hmm. buy the scanner and then you kept it on top of your fridge and you listened to it as you fell asleep at night or whatever. (laughs) 
Uh, nowadays, uh, anybody uh, can have access to these uh, apps that are streaming scanner traffic. And so uh, as an officer safety uh, measure and as a way to uh, protect sens- sensitive information that's going over the air too, you know, victim information or uh, people's addresses yeah. or uh, medical information, uh, we decided that it was time to switch over to encryption. Uh, and, you know, at the same time, not give the bad guys our playbook as we're running it, right? And so, um, you know, I recognize that it's a bummer to to lose access to something that, that you mm-hmm. had before, uh, but you, you got to look at it. Anytime that you have something good and then somebody starts using it for bad, then, then you got to take steps. I mean, it yeah. used to be 10, 15, 20 years ago, you could walk right into a public school. Right. Yeah. We no longer have that. There used to be a time where you could go s- sit with your family member at the terminal if they were catching a plane and then walk right back out. That's no longer a thing anymore, yeah. unfortunately, because there's somebody who who misused that or, you know, got somebody hurt as a result. Yep. You know, we just have to we, we have to protect the role that we have in the community. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why. Uh, we've, we've made efforts to step up uh, our level of transparency that we exercise at the Rapid City Police Department. Did you know you can go on our website right now and see all the calls that are coming through? I did not. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. RapidCityPolice.com. Uh, or let's see. No, RapidCityPolice.org. Uh, on the homepage, you'll see the community call for service log. gets updated every four hours. Um, mm. Every call for service that comes through, you can see right there on your screen. And That's there's great. also a mobile version, too. Oh, cool. Well, see, and I, and I was kind of wondering that, too, because as the scanner was going off, I'm like, they were checking, they had checked something, and it wasn't that deep. But then it got me thinking, I'm like, well, what, what if they were, like, uh, checking, like, a medical thing? Mm. Okay, I've got, you know, John Doe over here, birth date, this. And, I mean, they're just, like, putting everything out there mm-hmm. on homie and i'm like oh well that's kind of awkward and if everybody had a scanner not everybody but a, a good portion of people all of a sudden you're like and if i was a dude that was an identity theft kind of a guy mm-hmm. well, first thing i'd get is a scanner right. you know what i mean like that's- hey i'm just getting info you know <laughs> like thank you you know what i mean thank mm-hmm. you very much yeah uh, and so it's like you know I, it, that'd be a good reason that, right there that, that's the other thing that uh, folks forget to consider is that you know we we get called not when people are having a great day. We get mm-hmm. called in, in uh, some of the worst situations that a person can have in their life. And we often operate in their private situations behind closed doors, uh, inside their homes, uh, talking about medical issues or you know family issues that are going on. And so we need to work to, to protect that information. Uh, uh, and so this is, this is one more way that we can do it. And I get it. You know, it's nice to immediately hear what's going on on the scanner uh, mm-hmm. when you see <laughs> co- cop lights or whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, we, we got to recognize that, uh, you know, if you do have a question about what's going on, uh, you can always uh, give us a call and uh, um, ask, um, you know. Uh, send me an email. Give me a call. My the the media community relations number is right on the website. You can mm-hmm. give me a call. Leave me a voicemail. I'll call you back and and let you know what I can about that incident. Yeah. Well, okay. cool. Yeah. Kids' That's question. Good. Yeah. Do you prefer gloves or mittens when it's cold? Ooh, it depends on what I'm doing that day. Uh, if I'm skiing, I like mittens. 
Uh, but if I'm just regular out and about and it's negative 12, I prefer gloves. Okay. How about you, Alexia? I'm really bad. I will never give in to having to wear gloves or mittens. I'm a diehard North Dakotan, and um, at the minute that I have to give in and actually put them on, I feel like I've lost. So I prefer whatever I can wrap around my hands in my car when I have to pump gas. Pockets. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> and since Mosher's not here, we're just going to go ahead and say mittens. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's raised. Actually, you know what I think he would wear? Fingertipless gloves. Oh. Like where his tips are out, like he looked like a race car driver. Yes. Maybe his knuckles are sticking out. Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. It might it. be cold, but I'm fast. You know, <laughs> <laughs> where's my Mountain Dew? Yeah, you know, like that. <laughs> yeah, those leather race gloves. That, yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. yeah. Well, All thanks right. for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having Let's us. Let's hear guys. it for season four. Whoop, whoop, what? Whoop, whoop. Citizens Arrest is hosted by Amy Rose, Brandon Jones, Brendan Medina, and Lieutenant Mosier. Produced by Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment. Affirmative.